So you thinking I should go upstairs and get my cheese right now? Yeah, according to um, In Pursuit of Cheese, you want it room temp. Oh, crap. All right, I got to go get my cheese, and I got to go find my copy of In Pursuit of Cheese. You're not going to find it. I am. It's probably right around here. I'm going to lift up the carpet. If it's not there, I'm going to pull up the couch cushions. Or it could be in the filing cabinet. I'm going to check the filing cabinet first. Welcome to Curd Your Enthusiasm. Get it? It's like that TV show, Curb. But this is Curd, and it has to do with cheese. Welcome, uh... All you guys who are trying to learn about cheese. And girls, too, if you want to learn about cheese. Hey, it's back with the Curd. Curd Your Enthusiasm, Episode 5. Poop. I've been on a cruise ship for the past six days. Uh, my band was playing there. We were, doing, we were playing rock music. We were going to beaches. All the food you could imagine. And uh, the entire time... I was thinking of one goddamn thing. Do you know what that thing was? It was cheese. It was cheese. <laughs> I feel like it's been a while since we talked because we recorded uh, a bunch of episodes at once. Oh, yeah. I meant to listen to episode four to get myself in the mood, but I forgot. It's a great episode. It is great. We poured a f- ton of money in. Did we really? I, I was just maybe thinking that it might work to our advantage if people know. If we disclose <laughs> our promotional spendings transparently yeah i mean i put some money under the facebook shit but so our last one was we had an interview with my brother tyler about uh how we use the term cheese as it relates to pitching in a baseball game but i earlier i texted him i I begged for a tweet haven't heard back yet yeah but he strikes me as the kind of guy who takes care with those things he's just not going to fire one off from the road he might want to consider his options first i think that's bullshit Wow, we we <laughs> coming hard with the Tyler Kepner shaming at the outset of episode five. Sorry, Ty. This is definitely not respectful and also not a great tactic to use if we need your tweet. We need this podcast to explode and we need your tweet. This has been a segment called Needing the Tweet. So what are our stats looking like? Well, Hookman, you know, we have over 500 listens on SoundCloud. I think it's fairly unimpressive, but the the first episode obviously has the most listens. But the, you know, subsequent episodes have kind of built on each other. So I think it's, you know, there's people listening. And then on the iTunes side, um, there's a lot of hours being spent listening to our <laughs> podcast, which is just kind of <laughs> embarrassing for those people. But And the content in episode five has turned to a discussion of the promotional budget <laughs> that we deploy and then briefly we shamed my brother who was the guest on the last podcast and then uh ran through some data analytics <laughs> oh man <laughs> new direction entirely let's talk about your name i've just come to my attention that uh having a host with the name with a somewhat sophomoric name uh does not scream professionalism I'm not sure that I care what it screams. I'm not sure what you care what it screams. But it's come to my attention that we ought to consider using your real name. Who told you that? Was it your mom? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> the thing about my nickname is that it is it conjures up unappetizing flavors. Mm-hmm. 
for me, for me, honestly, it would be more comfortable to go by my real name simply because I don't know who's listening. And my day job is a fairly respectable job. I mean, there's no other way to put it. There's no other way. <laughs> God, there's so much to get through. I think part of the reason why this one's so bad so far <laughs> is that there's just so many things on my list. We have to read In Pursuit of Cheese, the newsletter. Then we have to... T- <laughs> Then, well, then we're still not at tasting the cheese because we have to tease the cheese. That's right. And then we get to taste the cheese. And even then, it takes a little bit of time to taste the cheese. Well, I mean, so just back to our statistics real quick. I mean, I want to thank everyone for listening. I mean, it's really remarkable how many people are actually listening. If we can get 10,000 subscribers on Apple's podcast app, we have a we have a guaranteed sponsorship from a Philadelphia big wig cheese vendor guaranteed did you talk to somebody yeah i did you did <laughs> yeah they said ten thousand listeners yeah <laughs> we have 50 so <laughs> hey let's talk about it let's get to it how has cheese uh, weaseled its way into your life this week well Hoga, i'm gonna bounce that right back at you because you were on a cruise ship in the caribbean so i want to know I mean, I am just dying to know what the cheese situation was like on that boat. Thank you for picking the picking the ball up, throwing it back to me, and now I get to dunk it because there was a lot of cheese. And there was cheesecake mm. all of the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I only had it once. I looked at it a lot and uh, stood in front of it a lot, but I only took it once. And then even at that point, I only had one bite, but that's just because... You know, that's just how fast life moves on the cruise ship. <laughs> oh, sweet. Cheesecake. Slarp. And you have like one little slice and then you put it down because someone hands you a beer and then you go to the silent disco. The, the what? The silent disco is where you all have headphones on in this big room and everyone's listening to a different channel or maybe the same. But as a consequence, everyone's dancing a little differently. And if you walk in without headphones, it just looks like a bunch of weirdos with headphones are dancing with no music in the room. Wow. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry, Poop. I'm so tired. Maybe I shouldn't have committed to this recording tonight. (laughs) I am so slow. Well, well, you look great, man. No, I don't. I just wore a tuxedo shirt because that's all I could do. (laughs) Well, I mean, Hogman, I um, I had a cheese moment. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Sully's had a break, (laughs) a breakthrough. Oh, really? Yeah. And man, I, I love all three of my kids equally, but yeah, he does come up more often than the other two because he does funny stuff all the time. Uh, interestingly, I was driving him to Kung Fu last week and <laughs> <laughs> accidentally still had our podcast playing on my phone. And all of a sudden he's like, what, Dad? What? And I was like, no, Sully, that's just the speakers. That's just the radio. He's like, no, 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 it's it's you. It's you talking. I'm like, nah, it's me talking, but I'm not saying anything to you. I'm just oh talking my God. to Dave. Yeah, it was awesome. He's like, no, this doesn't make any sense. My dad's weird. And that has been Sully's Had a Breakthrough. <laughs> wow. Um, and then when you said you were driving him to Kung Fu... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, man, I put my fist in the air. <laughs> You've got the coolest little dude of all time. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I worry that like Kung Fu is not the. Um, I mean, he does roundhouse kicks and literally jumps into the wall on purpose. 
on his own and now we're just giving him sticks and nunchucks and stuff but he loves it so it's great yeah i see what you're saying does he ever make chick uh sticks and nunchucks out of things in the house and then ruin the house <laughs> uh i had thought that maybe this week we could talk about photography and um how saying cheese oh. has become a tradition just the thing to say when you take a picture um did you do any research on this poop? Well, I mean, look, I mean, we can we can we can break it down ourselves. We don't need we don't need the internet. Well, why do you think they do it? Because it makes your face go ee, which is kind of like a smile. I know that, but like who was the first person to say say cheese? Maybe it was Thomas Edison. Maybe it was Genghis Khan. Alexander Graham Bell. What did he say? He was like, "Get in here, man." Alexander Graham Bell? No, it was like pick up. It was like pick up the phone, man. <laughs> so if say cheese. Only... Say cheese isn't a no. I'm gonna. I gotta bulldoze through this. <laughs> <laughs> what do, do you ever say cheese when you take a photo? Do people say it to um, you anymore? Yeah, man. With kids, you're like, say cheese. Look over here. So maybe it did originate with trying to get infants. Definitely. Oh. Definitely. Oh, and you took that as a given. So I'm just late to the party. I mean, we just live different lives. So that's just the world I live in, is trying to get little kids to look at the camera and maybe smile. Um, oh, Poop has been f trying to flag me down <laughs> for the last 25 minutes, uh, flashing the In Pursuit of Cheese news pamphlet that we get with our Cheese of the Month Club. And now he will take you through it. Go, Poop. Just for the record, Hoag lost his copy. Um, so really all this is, is just like kind of advertising about the cheeses. So, um, three gourmet cheeses for Valentine's day and every day. So this month's selection, uh, displays the widely varying characteristics of world-class gourmet cheeses from the salty rustic flavor characteristic of Cheshire cheese to the peppery notes of Rustico to two cheeses in one with the Car Valley's Mobe. We're proud to be able to bring you these great these grates to your door this month. Now, I'm not sure we're going to get to all three cheeses today. And I am just dying to ch to try this farmhouse Cheshire. Yes. Okay, so can I read you about it? Yeah, read me about it. Cheshire is pronounced Cheshire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I pronounced it that way. I pronounced it yeah. that way. Recommended wine slash beers. Light, fruity wines, such as a German Riesling. So, um, we'll see how that goes. Your first selection this month is an artisanal farmhouse Cheshire, hailing from the county of... Can you guess what county it's from? That's right, Cheshire. Um, it's, the old, it's one of England's oldest cheese varieties, thought to predate Roman times. And they tell a, a delightful anecdote about how the Romans were so enamored with Cheshire's cheese that they built a wall around the town. Oh, delightful, you don't delightful. say... <laughs> a cheese wall? And and they recommend perhaps building a wall around your refrigerator so people don't steal your Cheshire cheese, Hoag. Huh. I'm I'm thinking I might use the American cheese from episode one to build my cheese wall around the cheese. So it says the so okay, real quick. Today authentic farmhouse Cheshire is difficult to find. The locals eat it all up and they don't export very much. So we're lucky to have this in our box this month. How old is this Cheshire? How old is this Cheshire? Three to nine months. Ooh, we might eat a nine-month-old food. 
Well, I mean, some cheeses are aged years. Hmm. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. Um, do you know in Sweden, instead of uh, say cheese, they say sagomlat, which means say omelet. Isn't that funny? Do you think Swedish people say sagomlat in a way that would make them look like they're smiling? Because when I say it, I look like I'm angry. I think like, like watch when I say it. <laughs> sagomlat. I think you kind of finish there. Sagomlat. See? Yeah, but watch me say it. Sagomlat. Oh, but, but. But say, say cheese. Say cheese. Well, you gave a lot more to that than you did to Sagamlat. Yeah, but they're different. Lean into it. Sagamlat. See, you're already halfway there. Oh, was I better? Okay. That was right. better. Let's uh, let's tease the cheese. It's become that time. Well, we've already... Well, no. I, well, we, uh, we have already actually <laughs> said everything that we know about it. Yeah. It's less like tease the cheese than it is just... Check out what the rapper sounds like. So, ready, go. Oh, I'm so excited. There it is. Oh, it's so much darker than I, I was know. Expecting. It's also chalkier than I was expecting, and and a, and a touch mm. moldy. Yours is moldy. Uh, yeah, but cheese—that's what cheese is, right? Or do I have a profound misunderstanding <laughs> of cheese? Mine's not moldy at all. Here's your goddamn cat again. This cat is becoming a stain upon the cast. She's a regular. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know why. I don't know why I thought that Izzy would be allowed to be talked about all the time, but your annoying cat that screams into the mic. <laughs> Dude, have you? I popped this in without even consulting you. I'm eating the cheese. <laughs> oh, it's crumbly. It's not great. It's very crumbly. It's not great. It's not uh-uh. <laughs> You know why? <laughs> You know why? All the other, other, all the cheese we've talked about, the like the commercial cheeses. Remember how you said they were salty? That's what we're gonna come to find. We loved about cheese. I think <laughs> this is this is not salty. Go ahead, taste it. Mm. Oh, interesting. But I'm willing to eat a lot of it to sort of let it. <laughs> it tastes kind of like water. Whoa! Doesn't taste like water to me. This is yellow, powdery. Dry. <laughs> it doesn't have much flavor, though. Makes me want to drink water. Maybe that's what it was. Uh, anyway, uh, this dude, I, this cheese sucks to me. I'm, I know it's our first cheese, and we should have been excited and wowed, but this is not great. Can we dip into another one just because? The problem might be that yours is moldy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is what I. Maybe it was better in Roman times. It was a more exciting flavor. What do you want to do next, the mobe or the um? And this is a conglomeration of two kinds of cheese smushed together with a rim of burnt grape leaves. Oh, look at the burnt grape leaves bisecting the wedge. Ooh, it's pretty. And um, Wait, don't eat it yet because I want to tell you that the, the Mobe is the American uh, take on the French Morbier. <laughs> um <laughs> And basically, one side is... Uh, You're killing me. I got the cheese in my hand. I got both sides in my hand. Yeah, but one's goat's milk and one's sheep's milk. The goat's milk is supposed to be um, white, and the ivory side is a sheep's milk. So that doesn't clear it up for me at all. Mm, no, I, 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 get, I get it. It makes sense to me. 
One's white and one's ivory. Aren't they the same? This is I have this discussion with my wife all the time. White and ivory. That's like saying white and white. No, it's not. Ugh. Look at it. And see, my child. And one's kind of yellowish. Let's eat the ivory. All right. Here you go. Ready? Ooh. Yeah. Mm. That's nice. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm. Did you get any of the ash in your mouth? Mmm. Mm. Let's try the other one. What's the other side? So we just ate sheep's milk. And we're about to eat goat's milk. Ready? Goat's milk. Oh, mm. different. Mm-hmm. But not, not too different. But this is more, has a little more liquidness. Yeah, kind of melted a little mm-hmm. bit. I want more. All right. So this is great. This cheese is great. <laughs> Now, what's interesting here is I'm a little grossed out that we're eating stuff derived from the milk of a goat and the stuff derived from the milk of a sheep because we just said it so many times. Uh, like sheep's milk. Would you ever milk a sheep? I mean, it has teats, right? I mean, you milk anything, see what happens. <laughs> As a domesticator of animals, I would assume that you just kind of test everything out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, t- let's keep going. Do you want to bust into the rustico? Yeah. Do you want to hear a little bit about it? Yeah. So the Rustico is from Italy. I remember that much. And basically, um, it's a young cheese. It's only about 100, 100 years old, maybe a little bit older. This cheese is 100 uh, years old? Yeah. Well, no, but that, that Cheshire we ate, that recipe goes back to before Oh, Roman the recipe. Times. Okay. Yeah. They start off the discussion of the Rustico that in, quote, cheese years, Rustico red pepper is relatively new. The cheese is actually Casio de Roma, a creamy young pecorino made from 100% sheep's milk. And then what they've done is they've taken Rustico red pepper made from um, crushed red pepper, and they just mix it in with the sheep's milk cheese. All right. I've got a bit of a May Day over here. Um, <laughs> look, I, mean, I need you to look at this. Uh, it looks like I've got definitely an outer rim. Of mold, of mold, and maybe something on the interior of the cheese block itself that is moldy. So here's the outer rim poop. Do you see this at all? Ew. Um, oh yeah, I think that's okay. That's the um, that's the outer part. I got green. So I'll show you mine. I got green on the outside. Ready? Good luck. Good. Good luck. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. Hmm. Mm. That's not my favorite. No. There's very little very little cheese quality to it. I mean, texture-wise, I guess, but it's not... It doesn't have any real bite, does it? The peppers are getting me. Really? Maybe I just didn't get one. Did you get... Get in the red stuff, man. Get in there. I thought I did. You took the smallest bite possible, I saw. Your bite was tiny. What? All right, fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Here we go. Let's dance, rustic red pepper. It's got a kick and a half. I'm feeling a little sting, but nothing much. Nothing to write home about. I, I took a entire lengthwise chunk of it and just kind of mashed it up in the mouth. Got a lot of pepper. Let me see. Let me see. Hold up the damage. I want to see how much cheese is gone. I took that whole chunk. Oh, interesting. Well, see, I have to go a different way. <laughs> Look, see how much... <laughs> This looks like a mount, mm-hmm. like a mouse bite. Perhaps a possum. We should resolve to eat our cheese just without any utensils. We become more like mice that way.
and mice are the eaters of cheese. I don't want to do that because, well, I'll do it. Fine. But I have this little wooden knife, and it turns out it's perfect for cheese. So is this metal one that I have. So one thing I've learned about myself on this episode is that there's a limit on how much cheese I want in a given setting. Did you reach that limit? I did. I'm getting there. I have two more chunks of cheese to eat, but I don't want it now. Do it. Get up off your ass and do it. I've eaten my chunks. Now you must. Ooh, these are going to do you in. I can see it. Oh, I can yeah. see it. Next time, let's not do all three. Let's not. Oh. <laughs> I wonder if I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Maybe this whole podcast will end up just being <laughs> a, a, a majorly cosmic episode of poop doing uh, tolerating the toast. <laughs> The whole thing leads to discovering the <laughs> lactose intolerance. Apparently, I've never had this much cheese in one sitting. <laughs> this would be the way to find out, wouldn't it, folks? <laughs> Stress test of my oh, man. tennis toleration. Well, I hope this isn't the case for our listenership. That we we discover that we've just induced discoveries of lactose intolerance. But if it is, hey, we're happy to have helped, and this has been episode five. Any parting words other than buy poop, poop? Alex? I don't feel so good. <laughs> <laughs>